Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mr. Beacon Podcast is sponsored by Williot, scaling IoT with battery-free Bluetooth. Welcome to the Mr. Beacon Podcast. Uh, this uh, week, we're talking to the founders of Smart Armor, uh, J- Justin Zastra, who's uh, the CEO, and Ira Hayes, who's the CTO. Gentlemen, thanks so much for joining the podcast. Absolutely, Mr. Beacon. <laughs> thanks for having us. <laughs> well, um, so, did you have to come far for this? Not far at all. Like, uh, <laughs> up the road from North Pacific Beach for me, which so San Diego. Yeah. And... So, we're neighbors, aren't we? Which is pretty cool. And uh, I, um, uh, when I heard about what you guys were doing, I was very excited because uh, I think there's some interesting synergies with uh, what you're doing and what uh, Williot's doing. But before we talk about that, uh, let's just talk about your core business. What, what is it that Smart Armor does? Okay, well, Smart Armor builds controlled access points. We kind of looked at this IoT world um, a few years ago, about mm-hmm. five in all reality, and we're trying to come up with solutions for locking medicine cabinets and medication management. And it's what uh, I was kind of doing my PhD on. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of came up with, hey, there's all this software out there, now there needs to be some hardware interactions. Mm-hmm. And so we started down the road of controlled access points and these controlled access points being a Bluetooth, basically, locking system. Mm -hmm. And so that's where it all started from, and it started in a very medical-centric kind of way to kind of keep people out of your medicine cabinet and allow software to allow them to, like, notify you if you did or did not take it, Mm -hmm. or at least have that physical interaction between software and something that you actually have to do. And so that's where it started out of, and then um, as we went down the line with Justin and a bunch of the other people, we found that there's other secondary control points that people really gravitate towards being, it's either poisons under the sink for keeping toddlers out of it, mm-hmm. or alcohol in cabinets is another one that we've got our response for. Anything you wanna keep private in your secondary environment. Because mm-hmm. as you're aware of in this world of IoT, a lot of the stuff is for ingress, egress, like access mm-hmm. of, of your dwelling. And we're that secondary access control point without video surveillance right now. So okay. it works. It works great for that. And so there's there's been a lot of awesome things as everyone's predicted. This IoT boom for the last five years we've been doing. The, you know, 2020s the epicenter of 50 billion connected devices and how it gets to 
really meshing all this together and so that's where we fit in with that group and it's really coming to fruition right now through all these interactions through wireless communication that are able to be cloud supported. So Justin, you have two sides of the business, right? There's kind of this consumer side and the commercial side, and we've got one of your products there. Do you want to do just a very quick show and tell on that and uh, tell us uh, what yeah. that is if you kind of hold it? Yeah, perfect. Definitely. So this is called the Smart Cube. Uh, kind of goes back to what I was saying when we when we started the business back in 2013. He came to me with this this uh, little meta, you know, little pill box that if you didn't take your pills, it would shoot a message to your caretaker that, hey, dad didn't take his heart medication or uh -huh. whatever. So, so adherence is kind of the technical term. Mm -hmm. like, are you taking your meds? Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't keeping you out of your meds. It was just trying to figure out if you... Saying, hey, did you adhere to the protocol, right? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so we kind of did that. And at Tyrus Point, we decided to go down the, the line of creating all these different, you know, smart locking devices. And we're like, oh, man, we can be the Intel inside of smart locks and just sell our chips, right? Mm -hmm. uh, or the chipsets and, and, and provide the software, which is really the full audit trail, mm -hmm. knowing who accesses, you know, anyone of these locked, uh, where they access, when they access, all that. And then we extrapolate that data for mm -hmm. uh, everyday use cases and, and reporting and, and so on. And uh, kind of through that process, we realized that people had to understand who Smart Armor was. And uh, so we're like, well, kind of come full circle with it. We're like, well, let's go back and lock these medicine cabinets inside the homes and uh, keep, you know, teenagers out of the Oxycontins and mm -hmm. babies out of the bleach and, you know, your roommates out of your, your bedside drawers and, you know, all that stuff. So and the key is the phone, right? You open that with your phone. Yeah, it's absolutely. the key. <laughs> it is definitely the key. Um, yeah. So, you know, the cube is a, is a product that we commercialized, you know, we're selling it in Best Buy. Uh, just to start, and it really is just you know a way for us to show that you know we're some big boys and we're in the market, and you know we provide cool tech for the likes of yourself. Yeah. And, and it's it's super simple. It might seem uh, it's a retrofitable locking system that can basically be mounted anywhere in any door or drawer. Uh -huh. And how it works is it comes with a base plate, much like a GoPro mount for all you action sports guys that know how GoPro mounts uh -huh. work. It's got the strongest 3M tape, just like GoPro does, on the bottom of them. So this um, VHB tape actually is how you mount your base plate. It has some screw holes. You can add screws into it. But then what you do is once you find your mounting location, you snap the cube into place mm -hmm. on your base plate. And this, this is our, um, basically it works like a zip tie. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a pin system that goes on the door or drawer. And once it locks into the cube, it basically performs a uh, overlocking uh, position. And now you can gain access through proximity of your phone, mm -hmm. through biometrics, or through key code. And so basically you're controlling secondary spots within an environment. And so that's where we're really trying to grow the control points of the IoT world past just a sensor because this is actually physical accountability as well, right. which we think is important. Like retroactive accountability is awesome to know that your toddler opened the bleach cabinet, but you're still calling poison control to prevent them and allow access, but still have that sensory notifications of when it was activated, who activated, the nanny can share the key. That is where it starts to build into the IoT side. So those of us in the beacon world are used to these stickers you use for attaching the beacons onto the wall, and sometimes you can pull them off pretty easily. Isn't that a problem with this? It's not. If you give this about 
24 hours to cure and some emulsification process that this tape, um, it's what's holding together a lot of the airplanes you're flying in and all the <laughs> windows in like the <laughs> new skyscrapers are held in with the VHB tape. Oh. And the great thing about it is it's not like epoxy so you can actually take it off. And a tip for you, if you ever have something stuck on with VHB tape, like yeah. GoPro mounts, yeah. you can use a piece of dental floss to put underneath it and just pull it off. Ah, but and you can't pull it off. You can't like pull that, it off. So you, you can have slice to like, it off. You can like slide it off because it starts to release. It's kind of like gecko's feet ah. in, a, in a simplistic for pottery. Yeah, it's uh, right. it's uh, it's very interesting, and they're very proud of it. It's quite expensive. Yeah. So like it's a, uh, it's a, it's a, uh, and so that's what. And then we have holes if you want to. You can we provide screws in the packaging, right. and you can overmount it. But what's great about this product that we found as far as productization is A, it's retrofittable, but B, you can install it on glass and metal, which mm -hmm. you wouldn't be able to on a lot of things that just required, required, required screws. Right. And so for locking like server cabinets and things like that, it allows you to basically plug and play these and it's removable from the base. So the only thing that has to be mounted is the base and the rest of it snaps in. Basically, we take any cabinet, cover and drawer, and we make it smart locked. Fantastic. And so how's that going? How's business? It's awesome. Yeah, growing every day. So, you got Best Buy. That's that's pretty cool. Best Buy was a start. You know, yeah. about to launch in Home Depot and Costco and you know all the other ones uh, with the retail product. Uh, we've got some really exciting developments on the B two B side, which is really kind of where the business you know is at with the likes of you know yourself and, yeah. and doing some things in a, in a collaboration for a lot of the bigger brands out there and offering yeah. them the technology. We just got a patent on it, which is really cool. August twenty eighth. Something that we filed back in 2013, so it was. And what? So what, it, you, it, it what was can you patent <laughs> on, a, on a smart lock? You know, it's uh, it's any wireless community. It's uh, it's a remote, uh, basically any electronic lock or electromagnetic lock uh, that's controlled via a, a remote controller through wireless communication of any of any of any sort. So whether it's Bluetooth or Wi-Fi or Zigbee or voice or touch or sensor. Uh, any of that stuff really, you know, gets driven down to the patent. Right. So, at an overarching level, smart locks controlled by, you know, wireless communication. And there's a cool little patent in there claim that we got regarding some drone stuff. Right. So any drone delivery, uh, uh, you know, wireless. So how yeah how do you, how do drones come into this? How could a smart lock and a drone play together? So I'm an aeronautical engineer. Was my uh, background, mm -hmm. I don't use it too much, <laughs> but um, so what we really focused on and most of the IPs written around is container, or which is like a cupboard or a drawer is a container of mm -hmm. sorts, so it's to control of that, mm -hmm. that environment, that inside environment, so how it applies to drones is in the delivery system, mm -hmm. because as you see this on the horizon of drone delivery, it still has to be secured once it's delivered mm -hmm. or once a package is given. So this is, it works Amazon, twofold. keep yours <laughs> open. <laughs> it, works, it works twofold for that. One is for part of the release mechanism of the package, and the second is for controlling the package that's there to know that the, the um, actual user through their basically UDID and passcode mm -hmm. is the one that's accessing it, then it provides that forensic data trail back to whoever got it. Yeah, so that audit trail is pretty cool. That's the, whether you're a parent or a business. And that's where the real IoT part of it starts to come together, yeah. which is now it's cloud-backed. 
and um, so basically we have that forever audit trail and we wrote quite a bit in it because we knew these were portable unlike maybe a fixed door lock so it does the same thing as tile beacons mm -hmm. and basically the trackable beacon so it knows where and who opened it right so basically it's, it's gathering location kind of hijacking your phone's GPS. So what's the enterprise play then? And, and where does that sort of fit in your in your business plan without showing us the spreadsheet? But is, so, so where is the future? Is the future in uh, me going to Best Buy to protect my drinks cabinet or is it in the enterprise space? You know, I think enterprise space, um, if you look at like self-containment, right? Or if you look at medicine containers or 18 wheelers that are, you know, transferring food all around, you know, eliminating a lot of that you know, a, a lot of the inefficiency of, of that stuff. And the, and the transport, I think, is a, is a huge sector for us. So if staying on the focus of logistics or even things like smart lockers inside a gym or, you know, high schools or colleges or, you know, really any one of these access points, anything regarding a container, small or, you know, the size of China is, is, is really kind of where we fit in. Okay. And uh, so st those, uh, there's basically just a lot more of them. And... And I'm guessing if you're an enterprise, you value the data even more than someone who's just casually trying to see if their kids have been trying Absolutely. to get Absolutely, and that's what we've been building is the enterprise platform level of this where you're controlling a hive of... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mm -hmm. A little different than the front door lock, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a little different than the kind of the one use or five use. And so we've got a good response from like Airbnbs and people that rent out properties ah. in order to control things that when they leave their dwelling, they don't want you opening their, their basically all their doors and drawers. Yeah. Because I don't know how many Airbnbs you've been in, but I've always been able to find alcohol. I've always been able to be like, it's free, right? There's some sketchy little areas. And you can't run video <laughs> surveillance in there like in a right. lot of those places, so yeah. um, or you're not supposed to. So right. you're kind of like limited to how do I protect this stuff. So that's one of the, the consumer users. But yeah, as we see this going, and we've, we're, we're rolling out some trials at the hospital system level, just uh -huh. to basically maintain equipment. So you can't go pilfering. It, it prevents pilfering really well and allows this audit trail for expensive equipment as well. And we provide tamper alerts too. We know when people are trying to access these lock compartments, you get notifications to your phone. Hey. You oh, know, someone's little, jiggling the door mm -hmm. or yeah. something like that? It's yeah. got an accelerometer in oh, it. Oh, man. Oh, I've got to get this. Yeah. So we're like, hey, little Timmy, why, why are you trying to get into, into, the, you know, into the goods? <laughs> you know, we got gotcha. you. We got gotcha. you. Yeah. 
So, um, you know, this is supposed to be about beacons. This is about Bluetooth, which is super interesting. And the thing I love about these conversations, you take something simple like a smart lock and suddenly you realize the multi-dimensional aspect to this and what it means when you integrate it with IoT. But um, so we're not going to announce any formal partnership or certainly not talk about any joint customers. But give us a sense for how, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a self-powering uh, battery-free Bluetooth tag might interface with something like a smart lock. What's the absolutely, and that's a great a great application for this, and mm -hmm. that's where we see the synergy. Really exciting. And so, how how it could work is we'll just use the locker example, mm -hmm. where you have a locker. Amazon lockers are really expensive. Mm -hmm. Packages, any kind of shipment needs to be tracked and monitored mm -hmm. throughout the process. And so where we see some kind of this synergy going is that if you have one of the smart cubes in say a two by three locker mm -hmm. and you have one of the tags mm -hmm. on a package, mm -hmm. anything that this tag is on, it's, it's the UDID for that package. It's taking that information of the, its sorry, trend. The UDID? The device like number so it knows that that number is correlated in the database right so social this, security number this right. is As this will. is tracking that mm -hmm. and then when a system like this can recognize that that's close mm -hmm. begin to power it because you're eliminating the battery and everything else out of this which mm -hmm. is huge mm -hmm. and it's readable by all the devices we have around us mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing and yeah. so you're you're eliminating a big portion of the cost in this stuff, which is batteries and circuitry mm -hmm. to do this. And so when this is recognized by this, it can help to basically power this piece. Yes. And then it goes, hey, I know I'm supposed to open for you, mm -hmm. for you package, not yes. necessarily even a phone. So I'm going to open for you and I'm going to register that you're next to me. Right. And so now I know that this package has been moved to this, this point and this access control point can then basically upload the database, mm -hmm. like, like uh, refresh the database, and now it's, now it's known that this part is complete. And so that's where we're really excited about building out the base, the bigger picture, which is the platform side of the, the access control points, where these access control points are empowered by the proliferation of these tags. We work so, almost as a hub, right? Yeah. yeah, if we work as a gateway or a hub for something like this, or other companies work mm -hmm. as a gateway or a hub, because it's the same as having your battery-operated Bluetooth key fob, which we can activate these uh -huh. with, but mm -hmm. it's just taking that whole complexity out of it and making it totally like a, a very good user experience. And so that's where we see a lot of this, this going, is that this can maintain some of the power within it mm -hmm. and uh, broadcast a longer range, and it can then take all the information this is gathered mm -hmm. and basically upload that back to the internet. So we're, we're, we love that concept of it. So now you know your, your yeah. medication didn't get hot, which, and so that's where my background, like, because it's a big problem if things are, you know, out of bound. And so mm -hmm. it knows it's there. It knows it got to you. It knows that, you know, it, it was controlled throughout the life cycle of that delivery. Chain of custody. Um, Thanks for bringing that to life. Yeah, what we're making is super simple little Lego brick, uh, metaphorically speaking. <laughs> and um, but it becomes interesting when you kind of snap it onto these other solutions, and mm -hmm. suddenly you have all this functionality that you hadn't thought of before. Um, so let's just wrap up with tell us a little bit about the story of how you guys got together and created this story. You kind of touched on it a, a little bit, but 
How, how did you create the business and what inspired you? Because you, you're an aer aeronautical engineer. What are you doing doing this? Um, we are the two, we are I, the two best friends <laughs> that we can. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, so it really, I got into the startup world because I lost a bet to a buddy that went to the Air Force Academy with me. And so we started a medical education company with like six of us in a house, like the way it always works, you know, uh -huh. a pool and a monster truck. And it just happened to be located in Scottsdale, Arizona, which... Good buddies were, of mine. And they were good, good <laughs> friends of Justin. And so I was doing my uh, PhD at the, the time and I was really interested in compliance because I had a friend almost die from uh, mistaking medication. Uh. And so it was like almost died and so I'm like you know there's all this software that we work with all the time I put a software on his phone that's like remind him to take his medication basically any kind of soft remind him to take him he went to the hospital again because he was uh, not taking his medication I was like well why he was like well it was just annoying me so I just turned it off and so I was like, well, this is stupid. There's no physical accountability to go along with it. Oh. And so... Ira called me up. I had a software company at the time. He's like, dude, this guy didn't take his meds again. He's back in the hospital. Can you build an app that will, yeah, you know, so, do this thing, uh -huh. you know, and we can communicate through Bluetooth and, and so on and so forth. And, I was like, and that's when I was trying to, yeah, figure out the, the hardware tie-in, which was, do you make containers and now now they've come so far with it where you're actually swallowing RFID encrypted pills <laughs> that you wear this patch on you so that's the real like that is that's, the ultimate this is in a, terms of um, adherence tracking, yeah, and so it? and so I was very engaged with how do you like make compliance like easy mm -hmm. and so there's got to be something physical with yeah. it and so that's where that's where it started from and we kind of like we well not kind of we went down that road and we've built out the concept, the proof of concept was this, mm -hmm. this smart cube. And 20 and, others. <laughs> and, but this one, and this one, we're like, well, this one's actually sellable. We're manufacturing through Aero Electronics, and um, so we have big, big people that have helped us do this, and we're still in our rollout phase, and we're trying to see in 2019, 2020, how many uh, access control points that are. Uh, We'll just touch on that because uh, I know we said we were going to wrap up, but the arrow aspect of your business model is super interesting. Yeah. What uh, what's the relationship with arrow and who are arrow for those? Okay, who yeah, arrow is yeah, so, the biggest company you've never heard of. Yeah, yeah arrow I think did twenty six billion last year, uh, world's largest you know or biggest electronic component supplier, mm -hmm. and so. Um, you know, we had met Arrow a couple years ago at a, a random show in Del Mar, and I ran up to him. I said, "Hey, you guys are our distributors. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll let you distribute our stuff if you know you can bring us to your clients." And mm -hmm. then they're like, "Well, we kind of have a different idea." And so they sat us down. They were doing this portfolio program, uh, which enabled them to kind of scale up and grow their business, and and uh, you know provide contract manufacturing and financing and other service for new companies, which inevitably gave them you know new clients and you know, another outlet instead of kind of going by the wayside by the likes of a potential Amazon, right? So awesome business move by Arrow. We got scooped up. I went through a pretty rigorous six month of, of due diligence and, you know, uh, <laughs> all this stuff. And, and now they finance all our stuff. They, they manage the entire operation, uh, bond all our electronic components for us, provide the supply chain, um, really, you know, enable us as a a smaller company to, to act big and be large and not have to you know have a hundred employees that actually manage these you know these processes they they do it for us so we kind of lucked out if you will and yeah you know that's, that's awesome yeah so Justin Ira thanks so much Absolutely. for coming on the show it's been a real pleasure, um, pleasure is ours. outside of the show and on the show.
<laughs> sir. Well, Thanks. thank you for bringing, like, thank you for everything that you are doing to, like, push this forward because, yeah, you don't have lead times on capacitors and everything in here. <laughs> of, like, of, like, the, the scooters and automotive industry, it's it's hard to build electronic products now. Yeah. And that's why we, again, well, the, the aero relationships <laughs> is, is good because they, they set aside so many parts for us. And, uh, but, yeah, it's awesome, like, awesome yeah. stuff. There's Basically, one part, one and part, an, and an antenna, <laughs> yeah. and some glue. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, that's amazing. It's amazing stuff. Very good. Well, I'm really looking forward to formalizing this and uh, getting a, a working product out with you guys. And and I think people will be fascinated by your story. Thanks again. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Thank you very much, Appreciate it. Beacon. So we have this tradition on the show where I ask you about something that's got nothing to do with technology, which is your taste in music and the songs that you would take if you were going on a trip to Mars. Just a, it's a bizarre uh, premise. But uh, Justin, what would you? What, what are the three songs you'd take to Mars? Three songs. Yes. I would say uh, Simple Man by Skinner. I would say um, Behind Blue Eyes by The Who. Okay, why did you choose that? Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a, well my third one would be Seal, Kiss from a Rose. Okay. Right, so the, the three of them, uh, I think Behind Blue Eyes is more of a, you know, kind of when you feel alone, you feel just out there on an island, it's one of those things that kind of just gets me going, digs mm -hmm. from deep and, and kind of just, you know, revs it up a little bit. I think uh, Kiss from Rose kind of brings up my more gentle side, my loving side, you know, kind of brings me back to the emotional aspect of, uh, you know, just people and humanity. And I think Simple Man, uh, funny question, I actually asked my girlfriend this morning, I'm like, you know, what would be a song that you would think of me? And she said, uh, uh, she said, Simple Man. I said, why? She's like, well, you're a very kind and very gentle man. Uh -huh. And you're very, you know, just easy about life, so. I think those would be probably the three. One's from love, one's from drive, and one's from everyday life. I love it. Beautifully choreographed, balanced. Ira, you strike me as someone who's pretty balanced in their life. You do this like weird high-tech thing, <laughs> and then you jump off cliffs and fly <laughs> around. Yeah, fly and surf, and uh, flying is an amazing outlet for it, so... What would be I, the music you would uh, take? I, I assume I, you don't listen to music whilst you're flying. That would we be do. It's oh, very do? common, especially with all the Bluetooth speakers out there right now. So you're usually, uh, most people are bumping some beats while they're flying around. And right. so there's a very eclectic mix that goes in with that. And so I guess if it was to go to Mars, a little longer journey. So uh, probably some uh, longer songs. But no, uh, I would definitely say either the original or one of the Somewhere Over the Rainbow is oh. always a good one okay. and uh, they have a few remixes of that song that are uh, very like they kind of get you in that peaceful zen place uh -huh. and um, a lot of this stuff reverts back to that moment of clarity I think and so however you can find that and then it's funny I was gonna say Simple Man as well that's one of my favorite songs um, still can I think it, <laughs> yeah I think it hits our uh, our age and demographic and um, uh -huh. I actually gave that CD, the band Shine Down came out with a second version of it. Uh -huh. That's really good. And I gave that CD to my mom for her birthday, and she loved it because she listened to the original one. And so it's kind of like our song together. That's so, awesome. Yeah, that was kind of a 
And so every time I hear it, it makes me think of my family life and stuff like that. So that's it's a it's a cool one. And then um, and Ira definitely brought the Shine Down rendition to to my life, oh, which really? is actually my favorite rendition. Oh, so yeah, thank yeah. you for that. Appreciate. They uh, they do pretty good. And then I don't know, just to keep it fun, I would have to go with Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like just to keep, just to throw it throw it in the mix because yeah. I, I was originally from Florida and it's kind of a hilarious song and. Uh, the guy's a, a hoot, so uh, those three would mix it up, and then, you know, if you have <laughs> B-roll, some uh, some nice classical, like, I was a pianist <laughs> growing up, so. Well, Ice Ice Baby's got Queen as well, hasn't it? <laughs> so you've got, like, a twofer. And, yeah. and it's just, <laughs> listening to that guy, Rob Van Winkle, explain the difference between his beat and their beat was hilarious. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. He's like, no, we had dun, 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 dun. And so <laughs> they put a symbol in there and it differentiated between it. So Very good. Uh, well, I um, excellent uh, music choices. Thanks for the background. Yeah, no guys. problem. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards... Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.